Ah, Christ. We're here. Thank God. Thank you, baby raptor Jesus. Oh, raptor Jesus. He went extinct for our sins. And I bless him every day. Uh, I think of him every morning when I wake up, every night when I go to sleep. Oh, little raptor Jesus. Your teeth so sharp. Your claws, your talons, so proud. When will we ever make sweet, passionate love? Ladies and gentlemen, it's Tuesday. Poor God. Feels like some sort of half-assed Monday. Crawling in after the bank holiday weekend. Don't quite know what's going on. Don't know what day of the week it is. People are confused. People need help. People need reassurance. You're not getting any of it from me. All you're going to get here is... My psycho, psychic sidekick. You get a cup of the black gold. You get a few slices off the meme loaf. You get a nutsack full of ambition. And you'll get a chalice full full of the blood of my enemies. But look, you can't... You, in this crazy mixed up world, nothing is certain. Not even, not even taxes, not even death. Maybe there's an afterlife. Maybe not. Maybe it is a simulation. Maybe the earth is flat. Maybe Australia is real. I don't fucking know. The only things I do know are coffee and memes. Steady job and a couple extra potatoes. That's all I want. You're getting on. You're pushing 30, Sluggy. You know, it's time to think about getting some ambition. Well, I always figured I'd live a little bit longer without it. Don't forget, kid that what you're trying to do here is to be bright and chipper and entertaining and, and intelligent and sort of glitzy and that's funny and it's 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 kind of cool and it's interesting and it's edgy and all of that. It, it puts that facade of momentary charisma on you and if you don't play that out, you actually fail. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Coffee and Memes on Threshold.fm, on Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitch, just smeared, smeared roughly across the bristling croissant of the flat earth. Uh, yes, thank you, Matt Wright, in the chat for um, imparting your wisdom uh, to Matich, who has said, you gotta name that lobster, buddy. Listen, pal, his name's Wesley Snips, all right? And... Uh, Sooner you, if you need to know, if you don't know, then get to know because it's need to know basis. Uh, right, who's it? Who's in the house? Uh, Will's in the house. Uh, Mikey's in the house. Power Gen 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 Gen's in the house. Big Reese Mossen's in the house. Wobble you dubs, wob dubs, W dubs is in the house. Tom Cam's in the house. Joe's in the house. Matic is in the house. Big Ollie Hooper's in the house. Oh. Speaking of blood, I bled all over him yesterday at Jiu-Jitsu and smashed him in the nuts and slammed him on the deck. Poor lad. He t- he puts up with a lot from me. He does he does put up with a lot. Two months off the mats, two months of no Jiu-Jitsu. I've lost almost all of my techniques, apart from the odd leg, leg lock here and there. And I was smothered by a big Australian for a bit. It was fine. It was okay. I liked it. I enjoyed it. You know, I like that sort of male, close male-on-male, sweaty contact. That's what I'm here for. Who else is in the house? Joe Ryder's in the house. Stephen's in the house. Uh, Big Shawnee Simpson's in the house. Uh, there, it's all go. It's all fucking kicking off today. Uh, how were your weekends? What did you do? Uh, are you are you okay? Are you all right? Are you still suffering? Did you go out on the lash yesterday? Did you go out Sunday? Where did you go? What did you do? Who did you see? 
What food did you eat? What drinks did you drink? Did you do any gear? I want to know. Let me know, please. Um, right, in terms of nonsense today, no, not that one. Uh, an intro to figging the kink where you put ginger in your butt. Thanks for that, Vice. It's like a butt plug, but it burns. Brilliant. Uh, Muslim mum's anger because she thought Aldi sauce contained bacon. Spoiler alert, it doesn't. Uh, man paid for corpse to be dressed in his clothes uh, so he'd fake his death and pocket two million quid. Worth a try. Nice work. Uh, new weed breathalyzer will help the cops arrest and charge drivers high on the herb. All right, interesting to see how that works. Oh, look, it's got. A, it looks like fun. Um, yep, Indian Army claims it found Yeti footprints. I will get into that. Heroic parrot survives being kidnapped, shot, and bitten by a snake. What bad motherfucker. Uh, case dropped against accused pork chop attacker after mate declines to press charges. Uh, that's a bit of Florida news for you there. Um, ex woman finds ex living in attic. Uh, Philip Schofield drank vodka with prostitutes in his boozy party days. Yep, he was a real goer by the sounds of things. Uh, what have we got here? Student who drove away from court after being banned from driving uh, has been jailed. <laughs> You've got to appreciate the audacity on that one, haven't you? You don't give a fuck. He's out of control. Celebrity beauty experts recommend sperm face masks to stay looking young. That will be male feminist uh, beauty experts. Uh, what have we got here? Fuck off, lad Bible. Uh, brothers embark on 2,000-mile trip to visit every place with a rude name in Britain. That's the kind of action I can get behind. Do they have a, a uh, do they have some sort of Kickstarter I can donate to? I think that's easily worth a couple of quid. And Aussie biker with face tattoo saying not guilty, sentenced to three years in jail. Oh, may the Lord have mercy on us all. Uh, what are we doing in terms of shall throwers? Oh, oh, come on, computer. Lobsters. Yeah, you bet your sweet ass. Lobsters. Um... Uh, oh, come on, man. The iPad had run out of batteries. Forgot to charge it. All hell has been let loose. Ah, so I'm not on the right bloody thing is why. Jesus, suffering. Fucking work around here. Can't get a shitting staff. Jesus Christ, come on. I've got to get it on the tethered, tethered Wi-Fi. Because the shitting normal bloody Wi-Fi is out of range. That one's hardwired. Doesn't make any sense. Oh, God. Will someone give me strength? Come on, Wesley Snips. Help me out with this one, buddy. Lobsters. Yeah, that'll do for now. Anyway, uh, yeah, new calibre bit. Uh, Going to play that other side of the upbeats. Uh, wub, wub, wub plate. Uh, Bear Up, 14 Carat Gold Twat, I think that's called. Uh, Hanzo, remix of Forbidden Society. New Teddy Killers bit called Assassins. <sighs> it's going to be fine. Look, let's just start with this caliber bit because, listen, guys, I need it right now. Come on, come on Big Cali, Big Calster, the Calmeister. Cal, Callum. I think it's short for Callum. Uh, let's do it. It's called Typical Things. Uh, it's a nice bit, all things considered. Like I say, God knows I need it. Right, come on, what have people been doing over the weekend? Tell me. Tell me. No, I will not call Wesley Snips Clive. Are you out of your mind? Okay, Chode's uh, BMX bus buck... BMX buck fast weed and work. Living the dream. Mm -hmm. 
Reese went to the pub with his family on Sunday and had an Indian mixed grill. <laughs> Lovely stuff. <laughs> Matt Wright bought fish with no eyes. Weird little fucks. Don't know what's happening with them, but they seem happy enough. What, live ones? I hope you're not trying to recreate Tub Girl. No, I mean Eel Girl. Oh, why? Why? And over this lovely, sultry calibre bit. Wayne Lennox has uh, bought some new hair clippers. Uh, both excited and worried about running these over my nutsack. Any better ideas to save me from such barbaric ways? I've tried Veet, uh, but that just burns like lava and leaves it all spotty. Uh, so someone please help Wayne out. MC Lenny Len there. Fine, upstanding member of the drum and bass community. Then I hear you're back in action. I saw Loz the other weekend. He told me you're back in action. Talk to me. Rob Humphreys did nothing of interest. Death Disco was on first aid duty at a kickboxing tournament. It says it was interesting to say the least. Nice. Sarah was at an indoor rave in Rotterdam with like-minded lobsters. Lovely stuff. That's it, man. Just two minutes, two two minutes, 50 seconds of power there from Calibre. That I talked all over the top with absolute idle, mindless bollocks. Come on, what else are people saying? I reap the game on, on Twitch. So he just worked all weekend. He, she, they, Z, just worked all weekend. Mustang Philly smoked an eighth and ate a, ate a quiche. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, Tom Cam, I'm Google to have Google that now. Great. Don't know what that means, but I, I, I celebrate it. I embrace it. Uh, and I'm pleased for you. Uh, Gen V worked on the camper van conversion and tried to get his head around Ableton. You convert a camper van into a little studio. That's a bit of fun. I spent some time this weekend, actually, looking at vans and buses on eBay, thinking, imagine you get an open-top bus, right? You get a sort of club situation on, on the top open deck, and then on the bottom deck, you get studios, radio studio sort of podcast studio type vibe. You can get an open-top bus for, like, five grand. Fuck knows where you put it. It cost you a small fortune to bloody get the thing wrapped so it doesn't look like complete crap. Uh, Jenna, uh, Hitch Muff decorated her girl's room. Lovely stuff. And the build uh, says the bass in the calibre tune was heavy. Uh, Will, Will Mail, shout out to Rankin and the Lobster crew, did me right up through a rough breakup Friday. Ah, oh, oh no. Oh, sorry to hear that. Well, just, you know, download some of the apps, get out there, sling dick. Uh, back to drum and bass and coffee and memes-based reality. Good stuff. Right, look, listen, guys, let's get into the fucking news. Come on, we're here, aren't we? Uh, an intro to figging. Let's get straight on with the good stuff. The kink where you put ginger in your butt. Uh, thanks, Vice. Um, thanks, Anna Pearly, Vice magazine. Uh, she says it's like butt plugs, but it burns. Oh, God. Uh, I really, over the weekend, I really was looking forward to coming back and doing the show. And then, I just, first article, <laughs> I'm back to wondering what I'm doing with my life. Oh, God. Um, 
Okay, cool. Uh, an intro to figging, the kink where you put ginger in your butt. It's like a butt plug, but it burns. Um, figging is a form of sensation play. It was once a form of animal cruelty. Huh. Um, but has been since been adopted as a human kink. Uh, the wonders of sex never cease. Despite its name, no actual figs are harmed in the process of figging. So what is figging exactly? The classic definition of figging, if you will, involves placing a piece of raw peeled ginger inside someone's anus. Uh, though this has been uh, expanded to include vaginas and in some case urethras. Um, it's also called gingering. That would make more sense. Uh, figging creates a warm, tingling or burning sensation that some people find erotic, intense, humiliating or painful in an exciting way. If the ginger is intended for the ass, a finger will be peeled and carved into a butt plug shape. Yeah. Uh, that is uh, tapered at the insertion point with a wide flange at the end, so it won't get lost up there. So garlic, not sorry, ginger suppository, effectively. Uh, though ginger is most common, is the most common food stuff for figging. You can use anything uh, that gets you well hot. Hot peppers, hot sticking hot chili peppers up your bum is a torture in some countries. Uh, hot peppers, cinnamon, garlic, pepper, the spice, Tabasco sauce, peppermint oil. Preferably anything with the word pepper in it can be used depending on your pain tolerance and how well stocked your pantry is. Personally, I prefer to just go and have a really seriously narky vindaloo somewhere and then just do it the other way round. So it's more like the pain's on the exit rather than the entrance the day after. Oh, my poor body. Uh, <laughs> uh, dusting a person's, person's nether bits with ground ginger powder has also been described as figging. Okay, so why is it called figging? If figs are not involved. Great question. The term fig likely comes from fig, fig, uh, which involves the practice of putting ginger or another irritant like live eels. Oh, can how come, Jesus, how come eel girls getting a double mention apropos for nothing? Putting, what? Oh, okay, uh, which involves placing or putting ginger or another irritant like live eels in a horse's ass to make it carry its tail higher and make it appear more spirited, according to the Dictionary of the Vulgar Tongue, written in 1811 by Francis Gross. What? To fag a horse to put ginger up the horse's fediment and formally as it is said, a live eel to make him lively and carry his tail well. Fig is used figuratively for encouraging or spiriting one up. Fig can also mean to decorate or improve in appearance through artificial means. Uh, so consider using the term next time you apply mascara. What is... The, what the fuck? Ah, <sighs> oh, God, why am I here? What is going on in my life? Ah. Oh. Jesus, you, you, I tell you what, you won't get morning radio like this anywhere else. Literally, you name, you name me, one other morning radio show that will get stuck straight into figging and straight into putting eels, 18th century eels, into a horse's body to make it look more frisky at 10.17 on a Tuesday morning. I demand to know... Any other radio shows that, are, that have the balls, the, the gumption 
to talk about figging. <laughs> 17, 18 minutes past 10 on a Tuesday morning. I demand to know. I do not believe such a radio station. If there is a radio station that exists that will talk about figging at 18 minutes past 10 on a Tuesday morning, tell me because I would like to listen to them at a time other than that because obviously I'd do a show from 10 to 11. But at 11 o'clock, I'll forget my own radio station and tune into them. Good God. <sighs> okay. Uh, why do people like to stick ginger in their orifices? <laughs> uh, um, popular, unsubstantiated law claims that Victorians used figging to punish wayward pupils. But that is, this is the Victorians we're talking about. So if they did practice figging, they may also have done it for kinkiness. Yep. Big into kinkiness, the old Victorians. Uh, today, people do it because they like to. Well, feel the burn. Maybe that's what all the Bernie Sanders supporters were on about. Maybe they're just figging themselves into oblivion. Imagine f the feeling of figging is probably the similar to the feeling of living under socialism. Uh, but everybody is different. Whereas some might find the sensation of ginger in their nether bits unbearable, others find uh, it fairly benign and tingly, like a mouthwash for one's colon. Others don't like it. But that's the entire point, especially... Uh, when one is a masochist and doing an erotic power exchange with a sadist slash dominant. I've, um, I'm going to be honest with you, I've never done an erotic power exchange with a sadist slash dominant. Maybe I should. Maybe that will maybe that will better get me through the day. Maybe that will mean I don't have to swallow my mouthwash in the morning to get me through till lunch. Maybe. Maybe I just need an erotic power exchange every morning uh, with a sadist slash dominant. Maybe I could weave that into the show somehow. I mean... Jesus, God knows we're doing figging at 20 minutes past 10 on a Tuesday morning. <sighs> Whatever next. The build-up is slow as the ginger oils mingle with the delicate tissues of the rectum uh, or vag or uh, urethra. The recipient will feel a warm, uh, warmth, then tingling, and then more of a burning sensation. To increase the intensity, the figgy can clench their sphincter muscles. <laughs> or as a kink blogger, Franklin Vo uh, notes in this tutorial, uh, figures can strengthen the ginger's potency by fermenting it. Brilliant. <sighs> Maybe you could do it uh, the next time you get a yo sushi. You know, you get those slivers of sort of, I guess it's kind of fermented ginger or is it just normal ginger? Anyway, try it. Next time you're at yo sushi, possibly on a date or maybe out with your family, just pop to the disabled bog stick some of it up your body, come back and just see how it works out for you. Let me know. Let me know in the comments. Like and subscribe at the bottom. You know, let me know and listen to mail. I'll read it out. Right, I see it. All right, what are the safety risks of, of figging? Though ginger is, of course, an irritant, the risks of figging are on the milder side. Since ginger is a natural root, don't panic, it's organic. Uh, and the burning sensation will only last to 20 or 30 minutes. So I guess it's kind of like anal ketamine. Uh... The most likely snafu would be not making the base wide enough and getting it lost. Um, gee, you'd just pop it out, wouldn't you? You'd just tot it out and necessitating a trip to ER. But would it? Why not just next time you do a, do a tot, it would, would just come out, wouldn't it? I guess. Pff, worth a try anyway before going to the hospital. Uh, or one might forget to wash their hands after carving the ginger and then touch their eye, leading to a less kinky burning of the eyeball. Pff, pathetic. Absolutely pathetic. Ah, uh, God. Right, look, let's have this Teddy Killers bit. Uh, and then maybe we can just try and have something re relatively resembling sanity. Uh. Assassin. 
Rich Keg suggests, do, do pirates do it? Friggin' on the rigging. Yeah, you never know. Figging on the rigging, sorry. Oi, oi, the bill. Cheers, buddy boy. Fun. Oi, Chad, I pronounce Elon Musk's name correct every time. <laughs> yeah, uh, Build, you're right. The figging does sound like something out of a Trance Wars episode. Not that Tom Robinson says, I put ginger cream on my knob once. It was horrific. Yeah, sounds awful. Yes, Oliver Hoover, you could use an oil check and figging at the same time. That would work. Assassins by Teddy Killers. Some blackout. Teddy Killer's assassin. Uh, man paid for corpse to be dressed in his clothes so he could fake his death and pocket two million bucks. Uh, nice try. Worth a go. Um, quite an interesting shaped head you've got there, fellow. Um, don't know whether or not that's going to factor into it. I guess we'll find out. A man paid for a corpse to be dressed in his clothes and left lying in the middle of a road so he could pocket two million uh, insurance payout. 
okay. Uh, I reckon that's. I reckon it's probably quite difficult to fake your own death and then get away with the insurance money. I just reckon it's quite difficult. I reckon there are a lot of steps, a lot of moving parts, a lot of potential potential hiccups, potential pitfalls. I think it would be really genuinely difficult. You would need a few people to help you out with that. Um, but you know, let's let's um, let's go on. Igor uh, Vorotinov, fifty-four, admitted faking his own death at a court hearing last week over the two hundred uh, sorry two thousand and eleven scheme hatch while he holidayed in the Eastern European nation of Moldova. Uh, Vorotinov, who lives in St. Paul, uh, Minnesota, divorced his wife, uh, Arena, in 2010, shortly after he took out a life insurance policy uh, designating her as the primary beneficiary. A year later, Arena uh, Vorotinov identified the corpse found in the middle of the road as her husband. Okay, smart. Yep, okay, this is all right. Yep, yep. Uh, she flew home to the US uh, with a death certificate and cremated remains, then pocketed the cash. Uh, from the Mutual of Omaha Insurance Company. Wow, they actually got the cash. I'm impressed. Uh, the elaborate ruse even included a 2011 funeral service in Minneapolis with the urn containing the stranger's ashes <laughs> uh, interned in a memorial bearing uh, uh, Vor- Vorotinov's name. Wow, they've gone all bells and whistles on this one. I guess you have to, really. You've got to, you can't just be like, oh, yeah, well, anyway, died on holiday. Um, is there going to be like a funeral or some sort of service here? Nope. Just not bothering. Nope. Um, Vorotinov's scheme fell apart in 2015 after a mystery tipster. Ooh. A mystery tipster contacted the FBI to say the dead man was living in Tran... Uh, Transnistria, Moldova, under the name Nikolai uh, Patoka. Okie dokie. He was uh, indicted the same year uh, with tests on the acids, determining they did not belong to his. Uh, okay. Uh, the man who was fraudulently laid to rest has never been identified. Ooh, damn. Uh, Vorotinov was finally arrested last November and returned to the US. Uh, he will be sentenced on July 29th for mail fraud. Mail fraud? Is that it? Uh, surely insurance fraud. I don't know. His ex-wife was jailed for three years in 2016, and his son, Alcon uh, Vorotinov, handed three years probation, uh, staying quiet about the, uh, for staying quiet about the scheme. Damn, I wonder, what, um, wonder how long he's going to... Um, I wonder how long he's going to go down for. That's going to be interesting. Hopefully that will... Um, you know, the... Uh, fine bastions of honest and reliable journalism the metro uh, we'll 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 take the time to follow up on that diarize that guys uh, 26th of july 29th of july i want to see how long he goes down for interesting uh right look new weed breathalyzer will help cops arrest and charge drivers high on the herb ah oh, you fucking piece of shit yeah fuck it forget it forget it i'm out of it Um, investors, oh, inventors rather, are developing a breathalyzer that they say will be able to determine if a driver is high as a motherfucker on the marijuana. Uh, so they've got a nice mock-up here, Hound Labs. It's got a sort of little thing that looks a little bit like a card reader, a PDQ machine. I think that's what they're called, aren't they? Um, one of the big ones, and it's got a little screen on it. And it's come up with a thing that says pass, and it's got a marijuana leaf on it. Looks like fun. 
Uh, Hound Labs, a startup company in Oakland, California, said they are working on hypersensitive device that can reveal if a drinker, oh sorry, a driver has smoked weed in the past two or three hours. So it's a little fucking electronic narc, basically. It's got a dog on it, got a little narky dog on it. It is, it's a disgrace. Little electronic rat that will rat you out to the cops if you've been smoking the good stuff before driving along at three miles an hour along <laughs> along the interstate. Uh, police do not have a consistent way to test whether a person is currently high behind the wheels, as blood, hair and urine tests can only determine whether a person has used marijuana in the past week or so. Hand Labs uh, concluded, uh, oh, conducted their second clinical trial of the device of the handheld device in February, uh, which the company said uh, is producing promising results. Uh, results from this landmark study confirmed for the first time in a clinical trial, THC is present in breath for two to three hours after smoking, which is the same duration as peak impairment. Uh, what about eating and what about THC suppositories? That's what I want to know. Han Labs wrote in a statement. Uh, the trial also concluded that detecting THC in breath for two or three hours requires the capability uh, to measure complex molecules in breath at extraordinarily low levels to one trillionth of a gram per litre of breath. Wow. Down to the motherfucking picograms on this shit. Mm. Wonder whether or not they'll be able to detect if John Jones is on steroids. Uh, the breathalyzer can also detect whether a person has vaporised or eaten a marijuana product according to the company. What about suppositories, though? Come on. What if you're shelving gummy bears? What if you're shelving the weed gummies? You're shelving the stars of death. Then what? What if you're figging yourself with the herb? That Come on. I wanna, This is what I want to know. Because that's all that's going to happen is you know, if you, if you want to get high and you know you've got to drive home, people are just going to start figging the ganja. Advancements in the technology come as police across the country are working to adapt to the ever-growing legalization of recreational herb. Five police departments in Michigan recently introduced a pilot program that uses a handheld device to test driver's saliva to determine whether or not they have smoked the Buddha. Uh, although it reportedly cannot differentiate if a person is high at the moment of the test or if they had inject, ingested THC at an earlier time. Our lab said... We have had a great deal of interest in our breathalyzer from law enforcement and employers in the US and across the globe. Oh, bloody employers! They're testing people to see whether or not they're on herbs. Ridiculous. I mean, I guess if it's like if you've got to fly a plane or drive a school bus, sure. If you've just got to bloody move some numbers around on a screen or something or go and work in a bloody cubicle for the man, for the bourgeoisie. You know, you're just this poor, trampled, proletariat worker. Now you get in bloody... I don't know, some sort of dick swab every morning to test them, to test test your smegma to see whether or not it's got traces of the herb in it. You know, some rough old matron type grabs you roughly by the cock and balls and gets a big sort of giant bloody cotton bud <coughs> under the foreskin. Gives it a sniff and went, you've been smoking a herb, get out, fired. Oh, forget it, no one needs that. Uh, Hound Labs say, we continue to receive new inquiries regularly. We have tested versions of the Hound Marijuana Breathalyzer with law enforcement as part of the development of the tool. Multiple law enforcement agencies are planning to use our breathalyzers when it becomes available. You fucking narcs. Unbelievable. Right, come on. Let's have this upbeat spit because God knows we need it. Oh, it's called, it's called Wub Plate. It's absolutely fine. 
literally no problems with it at all. I've, I've checked it all over. <laughs> Joe says he fixes 100 grand motors high as fuck. <laughs> Your boy, Parallax with the roll call. From 11 till 12, dropping the good stuff. Taking very few prisoners, if any. Joe said, my mate took an ounce and a half to Mexico. He got pulled over by the cops and they just smelt his fingers. Then his mum was held ransom till he bribed them. Lol. Well, I need more details on that, mate. Funky little number, this isn't it? This is the upbeats with Wub Plate. It's out now on a record label. 
You can get it in shops. Um, let's have some listener mail. Send me any bollocks that you have on your mind. Send me any bollocks that you can find. Even if that bollocks that you have on your brain is totally fucking insane. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, Abe. Um, Abe Cambridge. Uh, well, it's welcome to Listener Mail. Sorry. Uh, this is the segment of the show where I read out uh, the madness and the wonderfulness and the all just stuff that you send me. You can send me emails at will at threshold.fm and I'm contractually obligated to read them out. Uh, this is from Abe. Uh, he says, Hi, Will. Just got back from a week out in the desert at Africa Burn, which is Burning Man in Africa, uh, in case you were wondering. Um, I played your set to the South African Dark Progressive Psytrance Camp, which was called Camp Rim Job. Nice. Um, so Abe recently emailed me, asked if I had any good um, mixes that he could take uh, and play to people or play to himself as he would be out uh, in the desert with no Wi-Fi um, and no phone signal. So I sent him my prospect pod- recent prospect podcast from a couple of months ago, uh, which is about as hard as it, hard as it gets, really. Very narky, a lot of very narky bits on it. And then it also ends with uh, <laughs> a three-minute segment from the beginning of a Jocko Willink podcast where he's reading from a book called Cannibal Island, which is about fucking cannibalism and the, a whole bit about cannibalism in the Soviet Union. Mm. Um, it's absolutely horrendous. Uh, it's about as, about as dark and upsetting as anything you'll ever hear. Uh, anyway, he says, I played your set uh, to, to the South African... Di- so- Jesus, right, come on. Come on, Rankin, get it together. Oh, my fucking God. Right, just forget it. Forget it. Lobsters. I played your set to the South African Dark Progressive Psytrance Camp, which was called Camp Rimjob. Uh, Playback was through a JBL Party Box 300, uh, which had a 100-watt RMS uh, 10AH Li-Ion battery and a 100-watt solar PV panel attached to it to keep the system firing on all cylinders. I thought you might like to hear the feedback I received from them. <laughs> uh, the first piece of feedback is unreasonably heavy, especially first thing in the morning while I was still sleeping. It was really shit. <laughs> That's from B-Rad. <laughs> uh, uh, I have never heard music so utterly broken. That's from Simon. Thanks, Simon. Uh, would be incredible on a totally epic large sound system. That's from Dar- Dara Jaslin. Thanks, Dara. Uh, that sounds uh, that's much more the sort of uh, thing I was expecting for it. And totally the wrong energy. Uh, that's from Pia. Well, <laughs> uh, yeah, he says, anyway, uh, so it seems I'm not doing too well on my attempts to bridge the bizarrely parallel, but yet totally separate and opposing worlds of dark progressive psytrance and drum and bass. I will carry on regardless as it's all fucking awesome, and so is everyone on both sides. Uh, with peace, love, unity, and respect, Abe. Well, thanks for that, Abe. Uh, well done for trying. You know, you're doing the Lord's work out there, and um, I commend you for that. I, uh, yeah. I, well, dark progressive Psytrance is as dark progressive Psytrance does, I think is probably the only only real way of, of describing that. Um if anyone else wants to play by musical mixes to people who clearly won't like it and then get relevant feedback, that'd be great. Send it in to listener mail at uh, will at threshold.fm. 
Okay, next piece of listener mail. This is from Jenna Hitchmuff. Uh, she says, we'll be watching the show again this morning, um, having major issues. We're having major issues with our neighbour. Uh, can we have a discussion on humanity? Uh, I try to be kind and caring person because the world doesn't have enough kindness. Uh, but people like my neighbour make it really difficult. She's complaining about us to strangers on her dog walks. What a bitch. Uh, we had to call the police last week. Uh, because I snapped after three years and called her a fucking cunt. Right, okay. Uh, we also got a warning. Oh, no. Whatever happened to sticks and stones? You know what? Some people are too easily triggered, aren't they? What are people calling the cops for? Don't call the cops unless it's really serious. Uh, can we get... Can we just lobster some... Sh- can we just lobster some shoes at her? I like the verb to lobster there. Um, yeah. Uh, or accidentally drench her uh, while filling the pool on a hot day. Uh, need people's thoughts and advice on the next step. Uh, also, morning. Okay, so you've got a, a quarrelsome neighbour, a, a a a bad neighbour, an unpleasant neighbour. What are you going to do about it? I mean, yeah, I mean, you could just have shoe throwers on morning, noon and night. That would certainly wind them up. Um, dog tods through the letterbox. I'm not condoning any of these actions, but I'm just saying that, you know, people have traditionally uh, flaming flaming paper bags full of dog tod. Uh, through the letterbox would be one way of uh, dealing with it. Uh, slowly pumping in laughing gas through the letterbox uh, to get them high as a kite. That might be good. Uh, a gentle spiking of a gentle sort of microdosing of some sort of hallucinogen, possibly into their water supply. That might soften them up a little bit. I don't know. I'm not suggesting you do any of these things. I'm just, you know, I'm just all hype. We're just all hypotheticals here. Please don't do any of these things. Um, sabotaging their trousers in some way so that when they're out uh, you could possibly pull some piece of fishing line and their trousers would just fly off that could be a bit of fun um, training a cat to tod on their head I don't know, look, guys in the chat what's, uh, what, what, any suggestions? Uh, get a horse, a hose spraying over their garden uh, when the washing puts uh, presumably, I imagine means when the washing is out Yep. Uh, uh, oh, I don't know whether or not, um, perhaps playing the mega dark mix rather loud would help. Yeah, yeah, maybe play my prospect mix really fucking loud until she calls the cops. Um, I don't know. Uh, uh, Monkey Z is suggesting fig her. Yeah, fig her with a bit of ginger. That might be good. You never know, she might like it. Uh, hammer loudly. Re suggests hammer loudly onto just a panel that you're holding up to their wall. Nice. Okay, yeah, that's good. Just banging, uh, repeatedly bang the same nail into the same spot for as long as you can. I do remember reading something a while ago about someone who was having a particular problem with their neighbour, and their neighbour would do things like um, they would loop a bit of a song, but not a perfect loop, so it was out of time, and would just play it, would put it on really loud, and then just go out. <laughs> Like, I'm an asshole. Would you have to be that? So just like, God, it'd be like, seriously, it'd be like a Guantanamo Bay torture. Yeah, I mean, so that's an option. Oh, Fireflake DMB is suggesting, what about being a grown up and just talking? No thanks. Christ, being a grown up and. No way. No, I don't know. You could do maybe a, a strongly worded letter or maybe a nicely worded letter. Letter. I can't speak today. I think I've had too much time off. Uh, play indoor football with a cabbage. It's a decent suggestion. 
Well, it, yeah, what, in their house? Whose house? Um, six, yeah. <laughs> anyway, madness. Uh, right, look, we've got uh, another 15 minutes left. Let's have a couple more stories. Play a bit more tunes. We're going to play this bear up 14 carat gold bit. Then we can all go back to our wives. Well, now let's all hang around and listen to Parallax show. It's going to be a good one. Uh, what have we got here? Muslim mum's anger because she thought Aldi sauce contained bacon. Uh, this is, uh, I don't know how this constitutes news, but Richard Hartley Parkinson has managed to glean 13 shares off the back of it. I mean, and I'm reading it out, so it must be all right. Mum has hit out at Aldi after eating a pasta sauce that she thought might contain bacon. Uh, Rihanna, Rianne, Rianne Ward, 39, said she smelled something odd in the vegetarian lasagna sauce that she bought from a supermarket near her home in Derby. Uh, she said she was furious when she tasted the sauce, believing that it might contain bacon, which Muslims are forbidden to eat. Uh, Rianne marched back to the store and made staff smell the sauce. Smell my sauce. <laughs> she said, I just sat down and my young son said, Mummy, this smells like bacon. When I ate it, it tasted just like bacon, which made me feel sick. I was absolutely seething and went back down to the store. Uh, I just went in with a jar of sauce and made them smell it. I thought it must have been contaminated. Uh, she looks well roused off. She's got the classic angry people in local newspapers face and pose, with the crossed arms, in the kitchen, looking pretty hacked off. Uh, here is the lasagna sauce in question. Uh, it's creamy is the name of the sauce. Uh, Cucina Creamy. Uh, having converted to Islam seven years ago, Miss Ward is familiar with the taste and odour of bacon. She said there was no bacon in it. Uh, because it had a vegetarian label, but a staff member kept telling me it was a car carbonara sauce. It isn't. Uh, it's just a white sauce, but they should explain why it tastes like bacon. Uh, Miss Ward has since lodged a formal complaint with Aldi and has kept some of the dish in her fridge as evidence. <laughs> Still concerned that the sauce may have been contaminated. She hopes that she will be compensated for what happens. Uh, she added, I'm absolutely furious. I've been Muslim for years now and avoided bacon for so long. Um, then this happens, I felt like I betrayed my religion. Aldi have told uh, me that they are going to test the sauce to see if it's been contaminated. It's just not on. An Aldi spokesman has said that the sauce is vegetarian and contains a smoked flavouring. Uh, the spokesperson said, We're sorry to hear Miss Ward was unhappy uh, with this product, but we can reassure her that the lasagna sauce is completely meat-free. The product is flavoured uh, with smoked salt, which gives it its distinct taste. Uh, don't worry about it. It's not got any bacon in it. It's fine. You've done nothing wrong. You have done nothing wrong. You are, you are being a good mum, a decent mum. You have honoured your religion well, and you have not eaten bacon, so don't worry about it. It's fine. just smells a bit bacony. Could you eat like that sort of vegan faken stuff? Is that all right? Or just no, no, no pork substitutes? I don't know. Um, but yeah, don't worry about it. It's fine. False alarm, you know? Just, just thank God. Um, fine. Uh, whatever else have we got? Uh, this is We Breathalyzer has done. Right, come on, let's have this uh, Yeti footprints. Clues to the mystery beast's existence were allegedly found at the snow-capped Mount uh, uh, oh, Makalu in Nepal. Okie dokie. Indian Army mountaineers say they have found mysterious footprints in the snow that they think belong to the Yeti or the abominable snowman. Is that not the same thing? Largely regarded by the scientific community as a myth, the Yeti is part of uh, Nepali folk culture, sorry, folklore, and is said to live high in the snow-capped Himalayas. In a tweet accompanied by pictures, the Indian Army said that they had sighted footprints measuring 32 by 15 inches. 
close to the camp near Mount uh, Mac- uh, Makalu, Nepal, on April 9th. For the first time, an Indian Army mountaineering expedition team has sighted mysterious footprints of the mythical beast Yeti, it said in a tweet. Located on the border between Nepal and China, uh, Makalu is the fifth highest mountain. Thanks. It stands near the uh, Makalu Barun Valley, a remote wilderness that has also been surveyed by researchers hunting for the Yeti. Dang. Uh, Daniel C. Taylor, who has extensively explored the Makalu Barun area and written a book on the mysteries of the Yeti, said the footprints were likely those of bears. Oh. Yeah, also, yeah, I mean, if you have a look here, it seems to be hopping uh, as it is walking with its feet in exactly a straight line. So you're putting one foot directly in front of the other rather than side by side. Should be a weird way to walk. Um, so I don't know, is that a bear running perhaps? That's sort of with its feet kind of together, doing two and two sort of situation. Uh, maybe it's a Yeti, I don't know. If the footprints are of an animal, if that is the footprint of an animal or a single animal, it's the size of a dinosaur. And he said, he added, the repeated measurements of the footprints were required to ascertain their origin. One one needs to really confirm those measurements of the footprint size because we know for sure that there are no dinosaurs <laughs> living in the Burren Valley. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that would be a big boy, wouldn't it? Uh, tales of a wild, hairy beast roaming the Himalayas uh, have captured the imagination of climbers in Nepal since the 1920s, prompting many, including uh, Sir Edmund Hillary, to go looking for the creature. Oh, look, there it is. There's a picture of it. It looks really nice. looks very happy. looks keen. Big arms. Uh, no neck. Uh, in 2008, Japanese climbers returning from a mountain in West Nepal said they had seen footprints which they thought belonged to a yeti. And although they carried long-lens cameras, video cameras and telescopes, they hadn't seen or taken any pictures of the creature. But scientists have found little evidence of the Yeti's existence so far. I reckon it's... uh... No, nothing funny there. I I launched into it expecting that some sort of thought of something funny would, would magically appear that I could then just blurt out. But no, my brain failed me. Absolute failure. Sorry, guys. You know, can't win them all. You know, you throw as much shit at the wall as I do. Not all of it's going to stick. Um, this is called 14 Karat Gold by Bear Up. Why was she why was she just eating white sauce? I thought that was a northern thing. You just get like a pot of like the white dormio or something, you just drink it. Like on a sunny day, chilled, cool you down. Mm, lovely.
14 karat gold by Bear Up. Yeah, some interesting thoughts about the Yeti in the chat. Suicidal Lima says, Mr. Yeti hasn't left any fur behind after all of these years. And then Matt Wright suggests that the Yeti could possibly be crossed with a poodle so it doesn't shed. Seems reasonable. Yeah, Chode, I hear the Northerners like to take the dry pasta sheets and just break them down into bits and then put them in an old crisp packet. Just eat them like that. It's like almost like free crisps. All the pasta sheets are much cheaper than actual actual crisps. They taste pretty much the same. Dip them in the in the white dolmio. Mm, Lobsters. Alright, alright. Just leaves me time to shout out the VIP list. Whew. This is a list of decent, honest, God fearing folk that are supporting the show and the station financially. Uh, they're doing so on Patreon, and uh, if you wanna, if you wanna get your name on this list, amongst a lot of other fine benefits, and this will be the last month uh, that you can sign it. If you wanna get your name in the new app on the founders list, you've got to be on the VIP list this month. So go to threshold.fm and go to donate, or um, there'll be a link in the podcast description, or there'll be a link in the YouTube description, um, and. 10 bucks a month or more you get your name on this list you get five pounds of merch credit every month you get to be in the special vip lounge on our discord server uh, and you'll get your name in the founders list on the new version of the app which will be out next month uh that that list so far is oliver hooper nicholas gonclaus tom ryan reese musson squidgy beats parsons paulie hutton kieran r michael gazitsky matthew tompkins dave long joel potter carl murphy sam howard tony jane richard patterson jack murphy tom cam stephen harris matthew bullard zara pickle jerome van thunderbutt mike pye anthony walker lily unsub richard franks thomas hall chode Ryder, andrew heichelbeck john phillison the bbr crew peter blatchford austin grief cooper getty lightfield ryan glazer james parry dave thompson hendo bartendo lady scriffington liam the menace underwood dan fucking morris a guy with no stds justin mercer ames mc josh williams robert Humphrey. Freeze, Shibi T, Coco Shiva, Dan Elton, Tyron Wilmore, Mr. Pope, Dark Progressive Sightron, actually superior drum and bass. Nicholas Lawsey, Damon Rayner, Chris Brakes, The Bill, Carissa Barthelson, Owning Bates, Lee Fuller D, Daniel Gen V, Flaxis, Alexander Cassidy, Matt Wright, Dylan Laws, Grant Sullivan, Not That, Tom Robinson, Subscribe on YouTube, Greg Cornford, Grace Sellers, Dab Smasher, Connor Smythe, Kevin Kaiser, Chris Shaw, Mr. Happy, The German Trans Overlord of DB, Ranking Makes Up Listening, Vocal Sightron, Under the Alice Cosmic Waft, Keep Your Cool Tool in the Motor Pool, but Don't Let You Meet Loaf, Nick Brock, Mustang Philly, Sean Simpson, and Sam House, fine bunch of decent, honest, God-fearing freaking folk. <sighs> right, hang around now on Threshold.fm for Parallax uh, with his show Roll Call. For the next hour, drop in the freaking good stuff. All hot bits, 100% hot jams. I, that, that's a rock-solid guarantee. Um, I'll be back tomorrow morning at 10am. And until then, keep hurling footwear, keep uh, keep lobstering, and generally being, you know, being a good lobster. Look, I love you all, and I will see y'all tomorrow.